Health Systems sue the Health Resources and Services Administration over its recent reversal of its 340B off-site clinic registration policy. Pharmacy benefit managers would face tighter restrictions under a new Senate bill, and private equity firm Toma Bravo finalizes its acquisition of electronic health records vendor NextGen. It's Tuesday, November 14th. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson, and this is Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in 10 minutes or less. A coalition of health systems across the country are suing the Biden administration in federal court to block a recent policy reversal that reinstates the requirement of 340B program participants to register off-site clinics, which the hospitals allege will result in significant delays and a loss of billions of dollars. During the COVID-19 pandemic, the Department of Health and Human Resources, Health Resources and Services Administration, or HRSA, relaxed its rules that required 340B eligible entities to separately register each off-site clinic location in an effort to expedite the prescribing of discounted drugs during the public health emergency. However, in late October, HRSA issued a notice reminding 340B program participants that they are required to register each of their locations and gave them 90 days to begin complying with the policy. The lawsuit was filed on behalf of more than a dozen health systems in the U.S. District Court for the District District of Columbia on October 31st, shortly after HRSA issued its notice. The health systems include Chicago-based Northwestern Medicine, Los Angeles-based Keck Medicine of USC, and Yale New Haven Health in Connecticut, among others. The lawsuit claims that HRSA's rule will substantially injure 340B-covered entities by causing them to wait between 8 and 23 months before new, outpatient offsite facilities that they own and operate are eligible for 340B drug discounts, leading to collective losses totaling billions of dollars. According to the suit, HRSA's policy reversal fails to comply with the Federal Administrative Procedure Act's requirement of notice and comment rulemaking, conflicts with the statutory language, and exceeds the agency's authority. A HRSA spokesperson told Beckers in an emailed statement that the agency, quote, believes program integrity is critically important to the long-term viability of the 340B program for all participants, end quote. Healthcare organizations, pharmaceutical companies, and even lawmakers have been at odds over the federal 340B drug discount program. Eligible healthcare providers have argued that the program allows them to continue providing uncompensated care to low-income patients, while pharmaceutical companies have alleged that it allows program participants, which include many large health systems, to pad their margins. Drug makers, in particular, have dug in their heels by withholding 340B discounts on medicine that's distributed through contract pharmacies. A federal court sided with drug makers over HHS over this issue in a decision released in January, and there are similar lawsuits making their way through the court system. Last week, CMS issued a final rule that would retroactively reimburse 340B program participants through a $9 billion lump sum payment for cuts between 2018 and 2022. However, to pay for the cuts, CMS will cut all hospital outpatient payments over a 16-year period starting in 2026 because federal law requires the spending to be budget neutral. 
Pharmacy benefit managers could face tighter restrictions if a new Senate bill ultimately passes. The bill, known as the Better Mental Health Care, Lower Cost Drugs and Extenders Act, advanced out of the Senate Finance Committee following a nearly unanimous bipartisan vote, with 26 members voting in favor of introducing the bill on the Senate floor. Wisconsin Republican Senator Ron Johnson abstained from voting. Pharmacy benefit managers, or PBMs, are companies that administer prescription drug insurance benefits, negotiate prices with drug makers and pharmacies, establish drug formularies and pharmacy networks, and process drug claims. PBMs have been in the spotlight recently as they face criticism for how they earn a profit and conduct business. This Senate bill builds on provisions in the Modernizing and Ensuring PBM Accountability, or MEPA Act, which passed out of committee in July. That bill includes increased transparency by creating independent audit and enforcement measures and prohibits PBM Medicare compensation from being tied to the sticker price of a drug. Members of the House of Representatives also introduced legislation last week known as the Delinking Revenue from Unfair Gouging or Drug Act that seeks to move PBM compensation away from a percentage of the list price of a drug and instead would require a flat fee, the goal of which is to incentivize PBMs from favoring high list price drugs. That bill also bans spread pricing and steering patients to pharmacies affiliated with a PBM. The House's proposal would apply to the commercial insurance market, while the Senate bill focuses only on Medicare Part D. The PBM lobbying group, the Pharmaceutical Care Management Association, said in a series of statements following both the latest Senate committee vote on PBM legislation and the introduction of the House resolution on PBMs that the Senate bill threatens to undermine the Part D program and urged Congress to wait before implementing what it said were untested new proposals, including delinking, which it claimed would ultimately provide pharmaceutical companies a potential windfall worth tens of billions of dollars. The group also claimed that PBMs would be less likely to lower prices for consumers as a result of the proposed changes. In addition to the PBM reforms, Last week's proposed Senate bill also delays cuts to safety net hospitals for two years and provides another year of bonus payments to physicians who move towards value-based care. The bill also includes provisions that would bolster mental health care access, including expanding the number of mental health providers participating in Medicare in rural and underserved areas and would require MA plans to maintain accurate provider directories for mental health care providers. Private equity firm Toma Bravo has finalized its $1.8 billion acquisition of electronic health records vendor NextGen. The go-private deal closed on Friday following a NextGen shareholder meeting earlier last week, according to releases from both organizations. NextGen shareholders will receive $23.95 per share in cash through the agreement, and the company's common stock will cease trading and will be delisted from NASDAQ. NextGen has been publicly traded since 1982 when it was first listed as Quality Systems. Toma Bravo's acquisition of NextGen 
was first announced in September, though it was rumored that the EHR vendor was seeking a buyer in August. In August, NextGen announced it would pay $31 million to settle claims that it misrepresented the capabilities of its software, as well as settle allegations that it provided kickbacks to users upwards of $10,000 in exchange for recommending its products. The federal suit stemmed from a whistleblower complaint, though NextGen denied that its conduct violated the law and said that the settlement was not an admission of wrongdoing, according to a statement emailed to Reuters. NextGen has more than 100,000 provider clients, including accountable care organizations, independent physician associations, and managed service organizations, according to a March 31st SEC filing. It has a reported U.S. EHR market share of less than 4 percent. This is Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the program. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news at JustHealthcare.com. You can also get these insights emailed directly to your inbox when you subscribe to our newsletter, The Weekly Gist. The Gist Healthcare podcast is an independent production of Gist Healthcare, a Kaufman Hall company.